Are you ready for this? We're here! Hi, what's your name? Hi, I'm Ron Popeil. Chose anybody? Hi, what's your name? I'm Tom Purvis, trainer to the trainers. And Hi, I'm Mike Levy. Hold on to your power rod. But wait. What are you doing? Call now. Call now. Call now. Call now. Call or log on now. Call now. Call right now. Call in the next 18 minutes. Call in the next 16 minutes. Call in the next 7 minutes. Call these numbers right now. Hello and welcome to Call Now, where we plunge headfirst into the surreal world of infomercial. And while we can't offer you free shipping, we can guarantee that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are definitely those of this network. Thank you, Tim. My name is Dan Sturdivant. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host on this three-man we've known as Call Now. He's got more distance than a driver and more accuracy than an iron. Hitting him long and straight. Mark Pedrotti. Hey, Doc. Hey, that was really nice of you to say that. I'm, I am doing smashing today. Ooh. Ooh. Hey, keep it under control. All right. And we got we got that. Wait a minute. Is that patented rolling bulge technology? Or am I just happy to see Dave Sandrini? Hey, Dave. <laughs> oh, somebody get me some swing oil. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad hey last week we hit the links and now it's time to break out the swing well <laughs> it was uh, the first time that we strolled 18 uh, with an air quote professional golfer doug reed so guys i want you to relax get that ball back in your stance and have a great day and play some golf as we get into the details of the controller imagine more distant than a driver and more accuracy than an iron Introducing the revolutionary controller driving iron from NGC Golf. Guaranteed to take six to eight strokes off your score or your money back. So, last week, we took our first swing at a golf infomercial. And going in, I knew the product in the infomercial. You reach for your controller. From my childhood. The kids could do this too, but now. I remember Doug's slick back hair. But the babes are back. And... His demeanor. Unbelievable. God. And some of his difficult shots that he hit. Kind of what you call bare lie or tight lie. But there was a lot I didn't remember that I was very happy to get reacquainted <laughs> with. And I know we'll cover every inch of the course on that. But Dave, this was your first golf infomercial. And this is the first time you've ever made pasta in your life. Mark and I, we're a couple of salty dogs. We're a couple of range rats when it comes to golf infomercials. The old pitch and putt pitch men. I wrote that one down. You're welcome. This was your first round. What'd you think? How was it on the course? It was fun. I like that. I was surprised with like the production techniques of like how they were going to yeah. shoot it at a golf course. As you can see, it's a very tight hole. The thing I was disappointed in though was that it's not very gimmicky. You'll also receive a pair of Condor Sportsman Gold sunglasses. I was kind of expecting some. Rodney Dangerfield in Caddyshack type stuff, and it was just an iron. So what? So what? So let's dance. And yeah. you, whoa. You, you, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I thought it was a driver. Not just an iron. Okay. And it just, it's just one of those clubs that I'm putting in my bag and it's not coming out. I just at love the, it. At first sight, though, I mean, no design differences. Is that a common thing? Panted rolling bulge face. It's got the rolling bulge. Yeah, but that Pented. didn't, you couldn't even really tell though. I read an article about it and it said that you can't see it, but you can feel I it. I feel confident up here. It's like if you touch it, like, apparently. You I would have closed the article that if, I, if that came yeah. up on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You Articles of impeachment. Yeah, I hear it. I get you. <laughs> Appreciate it very much, Tim Apple. <laughs> but I mean, if you're one of these people that's buying this thing, potential buyer, are you going to go for something that's like a really beautiful, finely crafted five iron power run that someone's this is the best five iron you can get, like whatever, whatever brand versus something that's just called the controller. The choice is really the controller. You know what I mean? Sounds a little wrong. Doesn't it? Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> but the golf infomercial mentality is that I'm one piece of equipment away from being a pro. PGA touring pro Doug Reed. Mm -hmm. And they're like, 
we'll get a few hundred thousand people who think that way. And they're always right. Yeah. They just are. Okay. So many people play golf. Most people have very small kitchens. And none of us are good. Well, that's good. And everyone wants a shortcut because the way to be actually good is to stay in fair shape. You guys, you want to look like Randy? And practice all the time. It takes just 20 minutes, three times a week. And have great mechanics and like go to swing coaches and teachers and like really learn how to do it properly. It will never get hot enough to use properly. Everyone's like, mm -mm -mm. my league is on Wednesdays. You'll have it for Wednesday? I play nine holes. 64. And I expect to be breaking 40 by the end of summer. To be able to rock the bikini again. So if this club's gonna knock six to eight strokes off my game, yeah, that's perfect. Perfect. 100 bucks, yeah, done, done. I spend that in beer every week. I've been a rich man. Yes, I'm in. You're gaming the game a little bit. That's what everyone thinks. Yeah. They're like, oh, once I have this, oh my God, if I could just get off the tee, oh, so it's gonna be as far as my driver, but straight every time. Boom, I'm done. I'm in. It's so crazy. There's a reason professional golfers don't use any of these gimmicky clubs. Professional moms. They just don't because they get good at the craft. All the things I said it, that it takes to actually be exactly. good at golf. <laughs> they actually do all that. They just don't use it. It's crazy <laughs> that they just sell these one year. This is 2020. And technology changes. And State of the art kitchen science. Like you can't sell this club again. Like technology is so far past it. It's like. Theater yeah. of the moment. Welcome to Masterpiece Theater. This is what I'm buying now. I'm cutting my cutting strokes down next year with this club and probably buy something else next time around. So it's crazy. It, there's really not much that we've covered so far that is quite like a golf product infomercial. And that's why it can't look ridiculous because it has to be great just it's fit in your bag. for you. Right. Yeah. Like it can't, exactly. it's not yeah. like you're pulling out and everyone's like, Ooh, what is that? Let me use that. Because your friends that are better than you at golf are like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. You're going to get shredded, <laughs> you know? Yeah. All right. It's making yeah, more yeah. sense. You, you want it to be subtle. You can't let everyone know that you've got the inside track on this. That you've got the controller. To get yourself a controller. But you do. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> I mean, if they ask you, you can, you can tell them about the rolling balls technology. That's fine. But, uh, Nothing was rolling balls. No, this is just, you know, the way that you've cut six to eight strokes off your game. 64. Since you played with them last week. We guarantee the results in six weeks. Looks magic. I can't believe this. I'm telling yeah. you. It's pretty great. Actually, yes. you were almost where my head was going there. If you pulled something out of your bag and it was like a huge head in like 19 inches, you, the people you're playing with would be like, that's fucking cheating. How do you prove a negative? Have you seen those? They sell 700cc drivers. It's a good driver? I, no, I haven't seen Whoa, those. Really? And there's also an article that came out that said that they're going to start differentiating between professional golf regulation golf equipment and non-professional golf good. regulation equipment. Yeah. So get ready for some 700cc <laughs> drivers. It's going to be fun. Well, <laughs> I was also thinking about this as I was going through it. I'm just going to buy a bunch of illegal clubs. I've never been able to hit anything like that before and get away with it, and it'd be okay, and it'd be legal. So that'd be so much more fun. I don't play much anymore. I play, I don't know, a handful of times in the summer now. Fits my hand great. So it's like, if I could go out those five or six times... 64. ...and hit the shit out of the ball, be shooting in the high 80s, and being like, yeah, golf's pretty fun. This is really great. Like, what kind of driver is that? What do you fucking care? Game about? shark. Are we playing for money? Yeah. No? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. I've used the trick golf balls, the Polara Golf long straight, 75% straighter balls. 23 inches in chain. They work. They do. They're pretty cool. Unbelievable. So like they're an illegal golf ball. If I was playing a tournament and get shipped, I was like, oh, I'm playing three times this year and I don't want to lose all my golf balls. And they're not foolproof. What is it, just heavier? They're a little bigger, aren't they? No, it's the dimple design. You literally aim the arrow down the fairway when you're on the tee. All right, Dano. And then the dimple design wants to help it spin on its axis to stay straight. So usually, ah. despite what Doug might tell you the, about the controller's rolling bulge face and how if you hit it off the toe, it's going to hook and off the heel, it's going to slice. First of all, you got to know why the ball hooks and slices. Which is... It's backwards. It doesn't make any sense to me that he said that. I don't know why they left that in the information. Yeah, even I knew that. Yeah. Keep me honest, right? Because my entire life, it's if it's off the toe, it's going that mm -hmm. way. Right. If it's off the heel, you pulled it. You hooked it. Who's going left? You yanked it. Or you pushed it. And he doesn't get into... Don't let your next painting project get you down. Really lining up there either or where nope. he's playing it in his feet it was stupid as you can see it's way outside my left foot it was a graphic to show a graphic your discretion 
is advised. And that was about it. Yeah, but yeah. maybe, maybe it was intentional. You reach for your controller. And then it was just like, you hit it with the toe, it could be going this way. He's like, you could, this thing could be going anyway. You don't know where it's going. And then he's like, I gotcha. I yeah. gotcha. Wild card. You wanted to go straight down the middle. He said both sides of the club. I have two of them because most people will get two of them. And that's why the roll and bulge. Because the roll and bulge. Corrects that. Like, that was his narrative to get up yeah. to. Well, look at this little bump thing we got in this club now. It won't. You can't yeah. do that. And well, guys, if you want to talk about credibility, this is based on the internationally acclaimed study by the Golf Society of Great Britain. Based on the internationally acclaimed study by the Golf Society of Great Britain. Okay. Mm. So that's where they invented golf. End. <laughs> I heard that. That's incredible. Incredible, baby. Incredible. But. Mark, I mean, we played with a lot of golf informational items. Your father and my stepfather, not the same guy. We're practically the same guy. Mm. Two different guys. Your dad isn't my stepfather. I love you, dad. It would have been cool, been but, cool. you know, I think your mom would be pissed about that. John yeah. We would have jumped on the bed a lot. Yeah, it would have been weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they both owned or owned the Medicus, oh, yeah. right? Let me explain. It's called the Medicus. That's the golf club that snaps when you swing it off plane, but you can hit actual golf balls with it, oh, which wow. is bananas. Fried bananas. I still carry a Momentus in my bag. The proven shaft weighting technology of the Momentus Swing Trainer. It's like a mini iron. It's really just a weight shaped like a tiny golf club. Tiny surgery. Which is just good to warm up with. Huge fan I of that. I loved it. I would grab that out of your bag when we play. That's a good idea. Yeah. Everyone's always so excited. I'm like, oh, dude, you have that? I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. Some people bring like the little donut ways. Donuts in two minutes. Put on their clubs or will swing two or three clubs. It's really great to have. It's not as great when you're walking and carrying your bag and in the heat. Believe you've got some very pressing problems. And you have that extra Actually, four, four clubs. pound weight yeah. in your bag. I can really feel this burning <laughs> yeah. now. But for its purpose, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had that thing for probably close to 20 years now. So I'm fucking old. But the other thing we dabbled in was natural golf mm -hmm. that was an infomercial where they tried to tell you how to change your grip and i believe this one's available online so we can do a full natural golf breakdown one of these days all right dano elevator pitches you shorten your backswing to almost nothing and you try to keep both your arms as straight as possible by instead of get having a good grip which is the v across the grip of the handle you place your palm Damn. underneath your grip you basically just don't have a backswing anymore is what natural golf is. They're like, oh, just swing shorter and then just try to make your putts. You won't lose any golf balls. So it's a method, not a product? Yeah. You're not in the burger business. Yeah. It's a DVD, Dave. Yeah. Oh, it's a tie bow. Truth is, it's going to be a challenge. Okay. Right. DVD, Dave. Maybe even a VHS. Yeah. I'm just going to say, there's a difference between the Medicus and the Momentus. <laughs> you're not playing with those. You're like practicing with them. These things you're playing Bingo. with. And Training tools. That is a slippery slope. Uh-oh. Because you rely on being able to hit that club, and you don't hit old clubs in golf anymore. You don't hit clubs that are 20 years old, and it's going to get to a point when you can do that. So, yeah, I think that's the big kind of schism between the ones you play with and the, the ones that kind of train yeah. you. It just seems like yeah. you could pull out the momentous or something like that and have it be a fun part of the day with your mm -hmm. guys. You know what I mean? Like, you could yeah. get away with additional stuff that could clip on the bag. Specially designed boxer's resistance belt. And things like that. Not an actual club. It seems a bit of a reach. Yeah, an item that you have to use during the round is weird. Yeah. That is definitely a strange thing. The other stuff is, like, it's probably 50-50, man, where it's between, like, mode method mentality and take it on the course and go when it comes from the infomercial perspective. You can't make any mistakes with it. The stuff that I've been drawn to have all been more of, like, the fix your swing Mm -hmm. not this club will fix golf for you. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's like the threshold, how many rounds of golf you've played. Brag. But just understanding like, oh, no, it really doesn't matter if you have the best clubs or the worst clubs. If your swing is shit, you're going to play shit. Yeah. That's pretty much <laughs> pretty much a guarantee. I don't care how rolled and bulged the face is. It's a roll and bulge. Right? It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> if you swing like shit, you're going to play like shit. And if you can't putt, none of it matters. No. That's the thing. <laughs> so the six to eight strokes thing, it's like, that sounds fantastic because I would love that. Mm. I mean, who wouldn't? Yep. But that is a huge statement. That's a lot. Six to eight? That mm -hmm. felt like that was one of the 
biggest oversteps of a product guarantee that I could remember. The magic bullet crushes a whole mug full of ice. Because it wasn't like a workout one where it's like, what's the idea behind circuit training? If you do the meal plan, it's fun, it's easy, the food is great, and you do all the workouts that we tell you to do for this amount of time, hold on to your power rod. <laughs> guaranteed, you'll have results. Yeah, this is like, just buy it. Put this in your bag, <laughs> boom, you shoot 90. You shoot 82 now. Can you imagine a guy you play with who shoots 90 all the time, Mark, drop into the low 80s because he added a fucking controller to his bag? Imagine this, though. <laughs> there is a threshold because this is for, like, the 30 handicaps. I believe maybe they could shave that off. A five handicap? You're getting sponsorships. Yeah, you're doing commercials for the controller. <laughs> but like you said before, putting, yeah. chipping, all that is why you really shave off those numbers. Yeah, the pro at the golf course we played at his kids, hitting at the range, and when I was... 13 i was out driving him i was in a really bad car wreck and he was like yeah he's like i don't hit it far i was like wow like, that's why he's like i don't miss any putts I was like, that's all i do <laughs> oh yeah you you do the hardest thing i do the thing that a 13 year old fat kid can do well, put the fucking cameras in this place and you do the thing that takes all of the concentration practice and skill i'm the guy who does his job you must be the other guy i get it now okay <laughs> <laughs> very eye-opening thank you paul daniels appreciate it very much tim apple big fan of the podcast hey paul shout out i'm like hey mike <laughs> paul was the pro that we knew the pro that we met for the controller was big doug <laughs> doug reed that's why i've chosen the controller the doug pound pound the meat with flavor investigative reporter mark Padrati. he's described as pro golfer trainer developer tv personality he himself posted this infomercial on YouTube in February of 2017, which is awesome. <laughs> Hashtag the controller. The controller. Trending, I'm sure. Uh, or will be after this lands. Bingo. Hey, girl. Mark, did you find anything about Doug Reed? No, not really. I did find some <laughs> no. conflicting you, career stats. <laughs> You got stats? I found one career event. This was in the Corn Ferry Tour. PGA Touring Pro Doug Reed. One career event. Uh, <laughs> with, what? Withdrew from the event. So that's his career stat. He's been in one that he withdrew. Looks like a bowling alley down there. I couldn't find too much on his playing. And actually, he was a PGA Touring Pro. PGA Touring Pro Doug Reed. It seemed a little specific, and I've never heard that before. That's close. You know what that might be? I've thought about this a little bit. So I think hmm. it might have been... A touring PGA teaching professional. Right at it. And he wrote it in the most misleading way possible okay. because he played. Now the Corn Ferry Tour is affiliated with PGA. Okay, now the tuxedo seem kind of wow. fucked up. But this infomercial is from 1998. I want to look like that guy. This is when it was shot. Back and to the left. So I don't think the Corn Ferry Tour existed in 98, did it? I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> I don't think so either. And Dave, that's corn with a K as well, which is pretty cool, right? Yeah, they're not joking. Yeah, 98. Freak on a leash. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> this guy gets it. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm keeping up. Wait, so he wasn't yes. a pro? He taught people? What is the investigation? So, what would we dig up here? It's circumstantial, our evidence. You're right, um, right. So I have a few more key points to present to the court. Mark, anything else that you think is relevant to the case of Doug Reed? I was doing some digging on the world record. See the exciting attempt to break the distance record for the longest golf shot ever hit from the fairway, over 330 yards. I didn't find it in an actual world record, like Guinness book. I'm So I don't really know. I, I don't know if he went too far that way, but he sets the world record. I did find a little. In this, in, at <laughs> yeah. 339 is, a, is that, but I couldn't did find it. Did he say it was a Guinness record? No, he didn't. When he did it? No, he says no, world he record. Just, he just said world record, yeah. right? Yeah, so there is an... It looks like an article. So the same way this looks like, and they presented it as a TV show, <laughs> Great Golf, I think. Better Golf. Today on Better Golf. They also yeah. bought full-page ads in some newspapers that had targeted audiences, like in the in South Florida in early 1999. Mm -hmm. So it's positioned as, again, news. At the top, tiny print, advertisement, advertisement, advertisement. Two new driving irons challenge Woods on distance. One sets a world record, the other is one yard short. And this is written by Charlie Allen, inciting Yalesville, Connecticut, Dateline, Jan 25, 1999. This is from the Tampa Bay Times in St. Pete, Florida. They get into the record, so someone else hit one with a T and hit it 358. 64. But that was a yard short of the Guinness Book of World Records. And he used the controller to the, the 12 and a half degree iron. And then Doug's 339 record is the 
longest drive off grass. In 1996, PGA pro Mike Smith used the extraordinary power of the controller driving iron to set a world distance record of 335 yards off the grass at La Manga Golf Club in Spain. So it doesn't say Guinness. Brilliant! It says a world record, and it says that it was verified by a club official, and it took place with no helping wind at Barton Creek Lakeside Golf Course. So Yeah, it was the guy in the red polo shirt. Yeah, he was official. If yeah. you have a red polo shirt, you are official. But a recent clinical study at one of the nation's most prestigious testing facilities. Yeah, he did look official. You ever been to a Target? A lot of officials in there. <laughs> sure have. <laughs> <Yeah>. Brag. <laughs> so, we know that he's definitely a golf guy. Especially with the controller. We know that he has some PGA credential because... He does. Has been the director of golf at a few courses in Florida. One of the bylines he has in like some of their promotional materials is that he's one of America's leading instructors. Doug has worked with more than 70 64. pro tour players, including, and you're going to know these names like, like the back of your hand, <laughs> Bruce Fleischer, J.C. Sneed, and Jerry Hurd. Oh, Jerry. He has won two professional tournament championships, the Freeport Open and the Rolex Invitational, neither of which was I able to confirm or find any information about either one, even as a golf tournament. Like, I can't find, like, just looking up Freeport Open and golf yielded nothing. Uh-oh. Same for Rolex Invitational. Dull blade? I don't know. So he's probably I mean, just a good golfer. Yeah, he hits the shit out of the ball in the infomercial, he like you said. Like, yeah. he definitely... Bangs it. Don't know how many, how many whacks it took to get the ones that were keepers for the show, but yeah, once he, hit, he definitely matched. Oh, he's got a great, <laughs> I mean, a great swing. That's close. I don't know shit about golf, right but, at it. but I can tell when great somebody ball. looks like they got it. Go in. Turn and burn. He's probably just like close to a pro and that's close. Made his rounds a lot of different golf courses. Here we are in a great par five at Barton Creek. And he was like, I could sell. He's probably got some dough, so he's like, he's know. hustling people. He's got that Naples but money. Definitely. Uh, yeah. There's some insurance fraud in his past. Like, yeah, like, uh-oh. Decent guy. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, like, goes to the range, and he's watching a guy who's hitting a driver, like, 260. 18. Yeah. And he just hits a six iron, and then he's like, 50 bucks, I can, I'll outdrive you with an iron. And the guy's like, all right, yeah, let's do it. And then he brings out the controller, baby. Skunks him. That's why I've chosen the controller. The guy's like, aren't you on the Sopranos? And he's like, kind of. That's a lot of meatballs. That is a lot of meatballs. He's like, why, do you, do you know anybody? Know any producers? Wow, what's going on? I have acting experience. All right, Jesus, take it easy. It's easy to, you know, as we try to recap the cast of characters because he's the only mm -hmm. one. One's mine. You can't have A few it. testimonials that pipe through. This guy told me about the Bowflex. I'm hoping, Dr. Dave, maybe we'll get to them. Oh, are you better? A little bit of a <laughs> product overview. The controller. It's a 17-degree driving iron with its patented... Ingredients. ...rolling bulge face design. These are composite power rods. They're patented... It's nuts. Add some nuts. He says that... 180 to 225 is the biggest scoring area in golf? No. I was like, fuck are you talking oh, about? Wait, it's putting. Yeah, I was like, no, no, it's not. It's because either way, it's likely going to take you two shots from there to be in a distance that you're comfortable making a putt from, at best, for guys who are non-professional golfers. <laughs> that little science lesson at the top, which is completely unintuitive. Interjection. Defies logic of anyone who's ever played golf about the heel-toe combination for where you get hooks and slices. Then a stronger force known as gear effect. It came in before the two-minute mark. So I was already like, okay. And then the term rolling bulge. Rolling bulge. Everywhere. Felt great. It feels so good. And then those really neat 1998 flying golf ball graphics. Mm -hmm. And that, that was when I knew that it was time to start asking why. Religion, greed, money, sex. But why? 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 As always, it's easy to dismiss this stuff as a joke, but we always have to consider the whys of each show. And this time, there are a lot of them. All right, guys, so 
What were they going for? The pin. The pin. <laughs> there you go. Sometimes a trap. <laughs> Sometimes a trap. Uh. Sometimes right for a trap. <laughs> it looks like Doug, who we've discerned, has probably had some coin. Hired a crew that was familiar with golf photography to follow him around a deserted Texas golf club. And now, from Barton Creek Golf Club in Texas. While someone behind the camera fed him endless lines to say before he knocked the shit out of the ball. Kind of what you call bare lie or tight lie. Over. Look at that. And over. Go in. And over. That's close. And over again. It's again. That wall looks new again. <laughs> and again. <laughs> The show was <laughs> definitely repetitive. Get yourself a controller. And it really fails. Why do you think that? Controller. <laughs> fails as a piece <laughs> of entertainment by, I think, relying on a pro to be the salesman. PGA touring pro Doug Reed. Doug's just punching way above his weight. The weight's going to want to fall forward. He's on screen way too much. Unbelievable. And he's got all this long-winded copy that he's reading. Here we are on a beautiful par five. He should be the pro tip cutaway. But one thing to keep in mind, and this is the Not tip. the pitch man. This golf infomercial has forgotten that you need an actual pitch man. Don't panic. This guy doesn't know how to do it. Dude, teach me. It's yeah. not show and tell. Keep your back straight. Learn from the pitch pros. Hi, everybody. I'm Joe Fowler. And dazzle us with some stupid slogans. Never fear. Roto-Razor's here. And then give us, you know, some average Joes. Whether you're a professional contractor like Sean or a do-it-yourselfer like me. Just burying stuff down the middle. As you can see, it's a very tight hole. Like, how fun would that be? This is fun. You want to try the paint stick? How about you folks right here, okay? What's your name? Dream scenario. This is a decorator's and painter's dream. For this genre, go full Caddyshack. Hey, everybody. We're all going to get late. Let's see some poorly dressed jerks running around the golf course, missing easy shots. Don't panic. Before handing them the controller. You reach for your controller. And set things straight. Look at that. The controller. The controller. To set things straight. Right at it. Do a little dancing on the fairway. Looks like a bowling alley down there. And you're home free. You love making homemade sausages. Guys, imagine <laughs> the fun they could have had with this one. You'll also receive a pair of Condor Sportsman Gold sunglasses. So this feels like... A huge reshoot opportunity for us, by the way. Yeah. Mark, you're the pro. But you're the professional, so I want to see if I can do this, all right? All right Dave in. and I are the Joes. With members of the audience who have never, ever refinished any furniture. And I think it's time that we get our golf games under control. Life spiraling out of control. <laughs> <laughs> you just Third did DUI it. and lost your license. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just did it. But isn't it funny? We can watch the ones that are totally out of touch. Not funny. And then you see somebody like Bo. Here comes your bone-in ribeye, brother man. Somebody like Joe Fowler. Oh, look at this precision fit. Where, like, they just take this dumb-ass product. Hey, Nathan. And dress it up with cool lingo. Flavor steam fryer rope. Have some fun with it. Yeah. yeah. And they're off and running. I need to run. I don't feel like Doug was having any fun. It's more fun than just doing jumping jacks or running in place. No. I felt like... I feel confident up here. This was a long day on the golf course. About a little butter while you're waiting there, man. And it took a long time to get the shots that he wanted. My dad. We saw, what, like seven... I said seven! Or eight... Eight! Swings? 64. Yeah. Something like that, like seven or eight times that we saw him actually hit a ball, and each one was a bomb. No doubt about it. We had the record breaker where he hit over 300. What a beautiful shot! Looks like the controller has done its job this time. Look at the ball roll. It's straight as can be. He's done it. Doug has broken the world distance record off the fairway. He's talking about this being that 185 to 225 range, which is... 180 yards to 225 yards out is considered the most critical scoring area. That's a poke. Like, that is... Mm -hmm. That's legitimate shit. And I'm dubious that... It took fewer than a dozen takes for each one of those to get something that Doug was happy with. There's no time to cry. Because I think Doug takes his golf game very seriously. Randy and I put our patented power rod resistance to the challenge against some serious weightlifters. And he wanted to be really close to the pin. That's close. And that producer who's feeding the lines is like, all right, Doug, we got, we got to get to the fairway bunker. Like, fairway bunker. No, he's like, that's, that's barely on the green. I'm, I'm hitting another one. They're like, don't panic. Yep. Can't do it better than that. Uh, okay. All right, Dan. The guys in the chopper need to get lunch. So, like, if we could... <laughs> Yeah. He's like, fuck it. He's like, how much do we pay for this goddamn course? We shut down today. They're like, oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. Go, go ahead. Got. Yeah, he's going to take one more. Really? It's, it's pouring yeah. out of him. It's pouring <laughs> out of him that he's he's tired and frustrated. God. He does a good job. Yeah. Like, he's a good sport, I think. But, like, he's clearly wiped. What about a bit of the hair of the dog that bit you? It's just so funny thinking about if an actual pitch man did this because they'd be like, Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, like, we got some food over here. Any chance of getting the real breakfast? I got my, like, six-page <laughs> script. I hammer this out. We hit the call now bit. The aerodynamic 
Hammer wreck. We're back after lunch. We get to do this. Like, they know yeah. how to keep these things moving. And this poor guy is just stranded. So now I'm not thinking he's a good golfer. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. I know I've screwed good up. Good golfers, I think, could naturally bang this out in eight swings. Eight. A good golfer. PGA Touring Pro, Doug Reed. A professional golfer could yeah. do that. Those who can't do... Teach. And those who can't teach. But no, guys, you're wrong. Teach gym class. Because the point here is that they're filling some kind of script fulfillment. Like, they're like, we have to have you say... It's got the roll and bulge. It's not a good script. Not too bad. But they have, you know, the, the plunge and bulge or whatever the hell it is. It was roll and bulge. All of that stuff. <laughs> like, they're trying to be like, hey, Doug, you got to hit this part of it, which makes it good. You can't do it better than that. You got to hit this part of it, which... He's like, isn't that the same thing? Like, it's just... Right at it. They're off and running with junk. That's close. So, like, it doesn't matter how good he is. That's why I'm saying... He's supposed to be the pro cutaway. Sean is a general contractor for how many years? 20 years now. 20 years. Look at Doug Reed nail this thing down the middle. Go in. Oh, I love it. This club's great. I can get it over this gap. Now look at that. Playing the wind. Right at it. 20 feet behind the pin. A chance for a birdie. That's all he had to do. Not what he did do. That's all I do. Oh, but yeah. there's helicopter shots. Struggling, Doug. So that's great. It costs like a thousand <laughs> bucks to do that now. Yeah, get to the chopper. How did he close a golf course? You're not in the burger business. He closed a golf course in like ideal weather conditions. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> it was the best day of the year. That's the best part. course did look a little bit burnt. How'd it get burned? You know, nothing, yeah. nothing against our, our course in Austin. Outside of Austin. It's Texas. It's, how many push-ups you want to do here, pal? It's houses now. It doesn't matter. I heard you paint houses. It was definitely a little bit interesting. A host would have helped. I don't know what to say, really. Other golfers definitely would have helped. Hi, what's your name? Mm-hmm. You're talking about a gimmick. They had robot shots. The Transformers. They had the golf robot. Sure. Banging mm-hmm. some shots, but it was just a like quick cut. And I was like, it's an automatic cutoff. Why couldn't we have like 18 holes? 18. Doug versus the robot. My mom didn't recognize me. Like, mm-hmm. get that thing on a dolly. The robot plays the standard club at the standard distance and hits only standard shots. Where Doug's a freelancer, but he's in control. Especially with the controller. It's like, oh, wow. The robot's too robotic. Yeah, it just hits down the middle. But Doug, nah, he's banging it down the fairway. Choose the controller, knock it on the green, and cut those six eight shots off your score he's hitting yeah. out of bunkers and he's killing it fairway bunker and then you just don't watch the putts because no one cares about putting yeah you just set the robot to hit it a little shorter than doug on the controller <laughs> that's close it works you like it. you just <laughs> lie all you do is lie guys that's what that's what the pitch man does you just lie they were there was lies in this thing up and down yeah. yeah, they're just not good at yeah, it. Yeah, there was tight lies. There was downhill <laughs> lies. There. <laughs> this thing needed Fred McGriff to endorse it, and then I'm on. Yeah, it needed a name. This dude is not a name. People have this preconception. Let's not let him think he's a name. Don't panic. Okay? <laughs> Who Doug Reed? Yeah, PGA touring pro Doug Reed. This is not a person. <laughs> what if Bruce Fleischer came walking in and was like, "Hey, I work with Doug Reed, and now I'm Bruce Fleischer. This is my pal J.C. Sneed." And was like. All right. Do you guys cut the grass here? Like, what? No. Bruce Fleischer. F out. Okay. Oh, 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 you're the guys who said you were pro. You told Doug that you guys play golf. For, uh, no, that's cool. You get. Yes, you guys can play. Like, the course is closed. for. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Just go out. You can't take a card, but go ahead and play. Doesn't matter. How about this? Even <laughs> if Doug does his stupid whatever he's doing. First of all, you got to know why the ball hooks and slices. It's going to be five good minutes of, but wait until Doug brings a club to his average Joe buddies. So many amateurs. You know what I mean? Yep. Just like, come on, give us that. Give us all that. <laughs> they were there. I got three full racks of ribs in there. I know. They were on set. I, I saw them too, man. So the testimonial guys were weird. They only showed up in the tiny little box during the Call Now segment. It's a good long iron. And they all just had those tiny sound clips. Always had problems hitting for distance with long iron. They showed the one skinny guy hitting the ball, but I don't know if he was willing to testimony. Like, the choice is really the controller. Show me this guy hitting his driver. Imagine more distant than a driver. Give me stats. Did you catch a game last night? 15 mm-hmm. drives. Average of boom, boom, boom. Average accuracy. Smashed by the magic bullet. With the controller. 15 drives. Dis- if it's actually what it does. Don't tell my husband. Show someone doing that. Yeah. Do it! I might have made it up because I'm a genius. Or I've seen other golf infomercials that do exactly this. They're like, oh, with your normal club, this is what you do. And you're like, you're dumb. Yep. I know because I just did that. And I'm cutting metal. We're here right now. We're here. 
Oh. Yep. Now use this club. Oh. The controller. I'm doing it better now because that club is better for me. Get yourself a controller. This is great. We can get out of here. Thank you very much. I can't believe I did this myself. Lynn, you were right. Thank you. You saved me so much money. You don't the, get lunch. Bye. Yeah. Like, Ro the rotor <laughs> razor when they get the contractors on. So this is the rotor razor. I've heard about it. I've never used it before. They're cutting metal. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Those guys could be contractors in real life. Sorry to say, Graham. I believe it. Give them something ridiculous to so do. Give them a ridiculous challenge. And how about the cat out of the tree? And then give them the easy challenge. You could put it in the trunk of your car instead of on top of the car. That's what's fun about these things. Whenever I see an unnamed interview, I just think they're not real people. Hi, what's your name? What are you hiding? John. It's so easy to put somebody's name on there. John, John. from Michigan. We're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. And we're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. John. 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 Hi, what's your name? Well, John, tell me how you like this. <laughs> It's just such a disconnect. Remember that click is the yep. sound of safety. When I don't see somebody's name to follow up references with them to be like, would this person have been in there to call bullshit on this? So I literally did that. When you don't get the yeah. opportunity, I say your product is a uh, bullshit, man. Yeah. Ooh. Can't do it better than that. Well, there's one name in addition to Doug Reed that I want to mention, and it's Ron. Right. Let's head to the Ronnie's boys. We all know infomercials love to claim that the products they're pitching are award-winning. But let's not forget that they wouldn't have any of those imaginary awards without the hard work of the stars of these infomercials, and that's why each week, the boys hand out the Ronnies, their acknowledgement of the greatest moments of these informative and supposedly objective works of art. They're named in honor of the godfather and patron saint of TV pitchmen, me, Ron Popeil. Alright, our first category the lynn gerhardt there's a treasure underneath award for best <laughs> value prop so it was tricky as i was going back through and thinking about what's a value prop of this i was thinking about like the accuracy and accuracy distance stuff imagine more distant than but it's a golf club so that's kind of all that it can offer so go ahead and stand right here i tried to kind of go with like the peripheral benefits of those pieces of of what it offers you so our nominees are it'll take six to eight strokes off your score guaranteed guaranteed to take six to eight strokes off your score or your money back bananas deep fried bananas never hit a driver or a long iron again imagine more distant than a driver and more accuracy than an iron bag just got lighter look at that you don't need to carry a driver Three wood, five wood, a seven wood if you carry one. Don't panic and reach for the seven wood. Loser. Three iron, <laughs> a four iron. I mean. Fried shrimp balls, crab balls, crawfish right. balls, meatballs, yes, balls. You need to so many wedges now. Buy a little butter while you're waiting there, man. Multiple putters, whatever you want to do. Whoa, cowboy. Put a baseball bat in there. I don't know. Back bat and bat wings. And our final nominee is that. You get to say roll and bulge every time you play golf. Because the roll and bulge. And have something to defend it now because you own the controller. That's why I've chosen the controller. For me, it's the last one. It's all about that roll and bulge. All right, Dano. It's the most logically redeeming quality. I mean, then again, if it actually takes six to eight strokes off your score, that's amazing. That's incredible. Again, for someone who's down to playing a handful of times a year. Start with a handful. Going from being like, oh, I hope I can break 100 a big. I might be able to break 90 today because I got the controller. 64. That'd be fucking awesome. The choice is really the controller. I am a little dubious though that that's going to be the case especially with the controller and again no. being that same golf demographic how many eggs the best part is just taking out your driver do you have specifications well i'm not good at golf anymore call the number on your screen and cut six to eight strokes off your score guaranteed so i just want to use my driver as much as i can because that's a fun part it's never been easier or more fun so i'm gonna do that i do i just love saying rolling bold it's a rolling bold i'm gonna start saying it regardless now but especially with the controller having a reason to say that hopefully be playing with some guys who might remember it and just be like yeah i got that rolling bulge controller then you get some other cute jokes that go with it so i'm a rolling bulge boy whoa cowboy and i defy you to go against this rolling bulge i would agree 
that one's great. Isn't that great? But it's not for me. <laughs> but I do I do like the idea of oh, being on the golf course gosh. with a buddy who's like who just keeps pulling a club out and going, Now time for a little rolling bulge, boys. Rolling bulge. But it's just not me. <laughs> Everyone has to drink when he says rolling bulge. You guys would be so yeah, fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blacked out on the seventh hole. The one I wanted to pick was never hit a driver. The controller went five yards farther. Than one of the leading drivers today. But it has ore long iron. It's a good long iron. Which is just weird. It was like, just just limited. Just say it's the driver. Just say never hit a driver again. It's never been easier or more fun. Right? You have the That's controller. It is a long iron, though. <laughs> I know. I know. And it's like, and I'm... It should be long iron parentheses other than the controller. The controller. I'm not a good golfer. <laughs> I hate this song. And I prefer hitting my irons, so... Always had problems hitting for distance with long irons. Here's a free lesson for you. I would have picked the never hit a driver award if I could. The kids could do this too, but, now. but I can't. You can't make any mistakes with it. Because of the long iron statement. So I'll just go with the six to eight strokes. Appreciate it very much, Tim Apple. Because I could use that, guys. I'll give you six to eight strokes. Get over here, you handsome devil. Whoa. You can just sit there. You want to see what six to eight strokes looks like? Body transformation specialist. 23 inches in change. I literally did that. <laughs> 64. 64. The inches we need. <laughs> All around us. The inches we need are everywhere around us. A little bit. What do you got, Mark? A little bit. I'm going to make Dan very happy. Put a little butter while you're waiting there, man. Because, not because Dan picked it, but... Whoa, cowboy. I absolutely hate these first two videos. I hate this song. I disagree. <laughs> no. It will not help your game out that much. The defense is wrong. At all. There's 10 other things that can do that. It's the form. And the hypocrisy of this company and this guy... PGA Touring Pro, Doug Reed. The goal. The unmitigated goal. The oh, unmitigated gated gall that he says replace all your fucking drivers in your woods with this one club it's like a bowling alley down there and then he goes and makes other drivers don't panic in woods people have this preconception and that those are the just... next best thing this guy's a piece of shit <laughs> this company's a piece of shit oh man ngc is gonna come to your door buddy ngc golf yellsville connecticut's not that far it's not that hard i know come up here yeah i'll play golf with you that's not hard at all bass ridge golf course <laughs> pocket and i will not use one of your stupid long iron it's a good long iron so yeah rolling bulge <laughs> all day it's got the rolling bulge all right hey all right sometimes you're the rules and you're the bulge and sometimes when you got the controller you got both so congratulations <laughs> to being able to freely speak the rolling bulge wow it's got the rolling bulge so therefore if you hit the ball on the toe or the heel it makes the ball go straighter the rolling bulge i'm gonna hit it straighter because the rolling bulge Makes the ball go straighter. Rolling bulge from with rolling bulge. It's got the rolling bulge because the rolling bulge, the rolling bulge. Our <laughs> next category is the Tom Purvis. What's wrong, Eli? For best <laughs> obvious mistake you're making. You can't make any mistakes with this machine. Idiots. What an idiot. Mm -hmm. So Doug, again, he's a teacher. And he has that really soft-spoken professorial tone where he shares some real helpful information about some little <laughs> tips and tricks of things you're doing wrong. The tip just got me, Odell. Where he says, you need to know what causes hooks and slices. First of all, you got to know why the ball hooks and slices. And he gives that science lesson, which might <laughs> actually be the VO, but even that was mean. Gives a half-ass explanation of how that happens. <laughs> if you hit a ball off the toe, of the impact opens the club face. And the ball will start out to the right. But then a stronger force known as gear effect. Yeah. That didn't make a ton of sense. Didn't love that one. Like chicken? Love this kind of chicken. And people have this preconception that drivers are longer. They're not. People have this preconception that drivers are longer. But they're really not. They are. Definitely are. Yeah. No. PGA Touring Pro Doug Reed is wrong. That's easily the biggest single share of golf equipment. If you have it, you will use it. That sold their drivers because every year it's like, no, this one will go farther. There we go. Like that's that's it. It's as simple as that. And that's why driving irons literally aren't sold anymore. Oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> that amateurs play the ball too far forward off the tee. So many amateurs set up to the golf ball off the tee, especially trying to hit that big drive on a par five. They play the ball way too far forward. As you can see, it's way outside my left foot. Which he grossly exaggerates what it looks like to play the ball up in your stance. And like, Keep your back straight. If you're playing with someone you didn't know. Hi, what's your name? And they played the ball as far forward as he showed in his little demo. Like, we did coconut shrimp. In front of their front foot, you'd be like, <laughs> this is going to be the worst round of golf because this guy's never set foot on a course before. You'd be concerned. Like, you'd start texting. You'd be like, hey, 
This is going to take seven hours. I got paired with a guy who's never held a golf club before. It's going to be the worst day ever. You might even say something to him. Believe you've got some very pressing problems. And you don't even know him. What does that mean as an amateur goes? I don't even understand what that means. Buying less expensive cuts of meat doesn't mean a cut in flavor. He's like playing it off his front foot. So typically what they say for your drivers, you want to play inside of your front foot. Go ahead and stand right here. Inside of your heel of your front foot. It's like you to stand right in here. Because okay. you want to catch it a little bit on the upswing for a drive. Your irons, you want to play more in the middle. Right in the middle. As you get more advanced, you start to notice where you can play in your stands. Back, it tends towards a draw. Back and to the left. Up tends towards a fade. We're sort of pushing that fountain pen along. And, and then you kind of calibrate it based on your swing and abilities. Versatility. But mm -hmm. what he showed was like out side of the frame of his body in front of his front foot adorable and it was like that's gonna be hard to make contact we're not doing it like, that's a trick shot basically what you're setting up you missed the spot <laughs> so yeah like mark said like it was so right. okay, unnecessary okay. for how he over exaggerated that as a point even a stranger would be like hey man which is one of the biggest sins on a golf course is giving unwanted advice, especially to a stranger. <laughs> Mark, this is like that time where it might be okay because he could really hurt somebody. Momentum. Yeah. I could just see someone taking a huge swing. That's what makes freeways dangerous. Barely catching it and like Sometimes. the ball going directly mm -hmm. left. He's going left. Yeah, yeah, yeah hard yeah. left turn. Very okay. scary. Maybe you should shut up. And then the last burn he had was, don't panic and grab your seven wood. Don't panic and reach for the seven wood and give up that opportunity for that par or that birdie. You reach for your controller. I don't know what his problem is with seven woods. Mm -hmm. He was burning seven woods all day. I've only known one guy who's ever used a seven wood. I mean, I guess maybe two. My grandfather had a seven wood. My son and I had a dog house. And the big guy. I think Mike Keenan's a genius. I think Mike Keenan's a genius. He used to hit seven wood off the tee. All right, Dano. I'm going to go seven wood. Because it's very portable. On this one. Just because it's such an obscure club to call out. Yeah. It doesn't age well right now because... Like you said, it was your grandfather and Mike Keenan as a genius. Who got it, I think, from his grandfather. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When I think of Seven Wood, I'm thinking complete like grandfather. So Thanks for the vote of confidence, Granny. The fact that yeah. he's like he's taking shots at it then. You can't do it better than that. Is kind yeah, of funny. Don't make fun of my grandfather, kind of Doug. I'm sorry to say, Graham. The rest of his shit was just inaccurate. Okay, six to eight shots off your score. This one was at least kind of like <laughs> parody funny of, you know, it's a little golf humor, I guess. If he was being cute yeah. about it, then I'd I would love that one. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. I don't know if I had a seven wood, but I had a very high number. 64. Of a wood. 19 inches. In my first bag. You can put on freezer bags. So just out of pure nostalgia for my possible seven wood, I'm definitely picking that one. Because it was my favorite yeah. thing to hit. I've never been able to hit anything like that before and get away with it, and it'd be okay, and it'd be legal. Hey, Dave, there's no question. Also, ask about my blossoming onion cutter. If it was high, it was definitely a seven wood. It was a seven. And it was. Oh. I think it might have been my, grandf yeah. <laughs> my grandfather's. <laughs> I got it out, my displeasure with his pro tip about where to play the ball in your stance to the point kind where... Kind of what you call bare lie or tight lie. That doesn't deserve... The Ronnie, especially when as prestigious as the what's wrong, Eli? The Seven Wood and Tom Purvis politely buddy bullying Eli feel like they belong together. So yeah, don't yeah. panic and grab your Seven Wood. Your back straight. You got a Ronnie instead. Congratulations. Beautiful. But there's no need to panic and go to your Seven Wood that you can't reach the green with. You need a club that's going to reach the green, get the ball in the air. That's why I choose the controller. The controller has a low center of gravity, which gets the ball in the air, but it also has the mass that's going to hit the ball far enough. So next time you have one of these shots, don't panic and reach for the seven wood and give up that opportunity for that par or that birdie. You reach for your controller. Guys, this is a very special one. Mm -hmm. This is a Ron Popeil Ronnie. Ooh. So this is a Ron Popeil. It's as simple as that. Award for best patting yourself on the back. Keep your back straight. By Big Doug. As we said, Doug hit, I want to say, so there are six nominees in the category. So these are the things that he said to his golf ball in flight after each of the following swings. So when he went from the tee. Look at that. Can't do it better than that. Unbelievable. Right through the fairway. From a decent lie, he said. Right at it. Go in. That's close. Look at that. Within 15 feet. From a downhill lies. That's close. Go in. Look at that. A chance for a birdie. <laughs> From the light rough. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. God. Well, that ball went 310 yards. It reached that last bunker. <laughs> From the fairway bunker. Perfect. 
right at it. Right in the middle of the green. A chance for an eagle. <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, oh, that's, uh, I guess that makes sense to me. It is if you want it to be. Because you went from a downhill line to the light rough to the fairway bunker, and I putting for eagle. Nailed it. Got it. Go in. And then our last nominee, tight lies. Now look at that. Playing the wind right at it. Twenty feet behind the pin, a chance for a birdie. And this is where it felt kind of like the anger getting out from Doug, where it didn't feel like he was used to hitting great shots, frozen drink, and that he was used to being like, "Yep, swing, walk." It was like, "Come on, that one's good, fucking right, unbelievable." God, yeah. it was like, "Oh, it's unbelievable that it took me 17 swings from the light rough to hit one that well." That's close. I can't believe we're still here. We're here, and also <laughs> not on a shoot day where like. These guys are pulling out from his shot to the wide shot. And to the left. Like, imagine if they're like, ah, oh, you know, I missed that one. God. You know, can you imagine, can <laughs> oh my you imagine God. his Can't meltdown that he would have had? We'll do it live! Fuck it! <laughs> you know, he's like, hey, this is just part of the deal. I want the outtakes. Yeah. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! So you got to keep yeah. that in mind when picking. That would be so funny. I would love that. Yeah. That's definitely what was happening. Mm-hmm. I literally did that. I hadn't sprinkled that sauce on there and now i'm going to show you how to make my uh clam sauce can we turn off the machines and that makes it go down so much smoother that's so good if you can't get a yum yum face like that <laughs> yeah uh, we weren't rolling doug <laughs> i thought you said you were rolling it was rolling bold he's like well well no yeah i i was rolling but oh who the fuck are you but brian is in the tower and he had to take a shit i'm the guy who does his job you must be the other guy. Yeah. Get a change of memory card. <laughs> We've been out here for 18 hours, Doug. <laughs> it's a long day. They're all the same. So that's why it's so hard to really distinguish them. I feel like from the light rough where he's patting himself on the back for hitting a bad shot. Don't panic. Because he hit it too far <laughs> into a goddamn bunker. Fairway bunker. Part of that is like, oh, that's the script. Cute. Like, oh, how does Big Doug ever end up in a bunker? <laughs> the only way I end up in a bunker is when I accidentally hit one 310 off the carpet. Light ball with 310 yards. It reached that last bunker. Oh. You shouldn't have done that then. I don't know what to say, really. You should have used your five irons. You would have been well short of that bunker, big guy. Like People have this preconception. <laughs> that- yeah. I don't want to be going controller, controller into a par five and landing in a fairway bunker. That feels like a concern to me. So that would be my pick is out of the light rough. Unbelievable, unbelievable. 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 I also like that he doubled down on his unbelievables there. Dan, I'm following right up on that. Here comes your bone-in ribeye, brother man. And I'm picking the same thing. Does it keep all the same nutrients in the food? Because it was ridiculous to me the first time we watched it that they were celebrating hitting a bunker. The way you run, I don't think so. Because it's just so not the visual that you use for any kind of success (laughs) in golf. It's an uh uh-oh. Uh-oh. And it's not like they're selling a sand wedge. Heavenly hamburgers. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like you can get out of this bunker so easily. That's very, very easy. It's ridiculous. So you have to pick this. It was crazy. I don't know why they did that. It's also another opportunity to be playing with an amateur. So many amateurs. Where it's like, look at this. Steve's in the bunker. But I can get him out of trouble because I got the control. The choice is really the controller. And it's like, oh, okay. Steve hits bad shots. Doug's a pro. PGA touring pro Doug Reed. He can get me out of trouble. It'd be okay and it'd be legal. That way you could really prop him up too as like the uber golfer, the pro who's just like, yeah, I got you. Look look what you did. You switched tools. Silly boy. I have this for you. You're in the bunker. Have no fear. Roto Razor's here. Keep it running. You know, like they got a judo these things. They had no idea what they were doing, boys. What do you got, Mark? Can you go against them, Mark? I think mine here has to be whatever one he called. Oh, eagle putt. A chance for an eagle. Because, <laughs> oh yeah, is that the same one you guys are saying? So that was out of the fairway bunker. The punt for yeah. eagle. It actually rolled off the back of the green. It but did. Yeah. So, well, that was also uphill. Such a fucking bunker. When he's hitting yeah. <laughs> from a tee to the fairway. Fairway bunker. His ball's rolling an extra like 40 yards. Rolling bold. And then he's sticking him on the green, which. That's close. Out of the sand, which doesn't make any sense because you don't get any spin out of the sand. <laughs> People have this preconception. So it just, it, this, the whole <laughs> thing is broken Especially up. with a 17 degree club. Yeah, that, yeah. That, thing is, that thing is firing into the the woods off like a hill off the back here we have baby back ribs my favorite thing is here if he controls the whole narrative control if he controls the whole thing especially with the controller if i was him every shot i would be like yep putting for eagle chance for an eagle. every single shot no matter what i'd piece together a video where i'm the best golfer ever and i'm putting for eagle every time yeah so yeah i'm going with it well that's what i was thinking too 
Because he probably would have only used the controller, like even if he drives with every hole. 10 to 15% of his shots. Yeah, and even that might be high because of how far he hits it. So if he's hitting it 280 to 300 off the tee, how many 260-yard approach shots is he going to have? 64. He has to use it on the four par fives. Mm -hmm. That's it. Right. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. What, are you going to take a half swing with the controller? <laughs> yeah. No. We choke down on the controller from 220. <laughs> That's all I do. If you had a schlub with him, he could use the controller in every hole because he's going to fuck up with his driver. It's like, no, here, look what you did with your driver. You're off. Now you're in a downhill lie. Fairway bunker. But listen, the controller can get you back on track. Let me show you. The choice is really the controller. Like, that's really it. Like, you need me playing to be like, I ain't no good yeah. no more. He's like, hmm, I can tell. Without trying, <laughs> he was kind of like, you can pretty much put it anywhere on the course. Today on Better Golf. On the fairway. Not on the fairway. In the bunker. <laughs> Past the bunker. <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, man, like, it's so easy to hit it in the bunker with this? That's awesome. It's <laughs> like, well, we're looking for a little more consistency here, Doug. Pound the meat with flavor. Oh, I love this club. Yeah, I couldn't figure out how to hit it into the bunkers before, but now that I have the controller, <laughs> It's it's no problem at all. It's great. That's incredible. What a treat this is. Is that unanimous? No, it's technically a split. Dave and I like the ball that rolled into the bunker. All right, Dan. You oh, like the one getting out, out of, of the, the bunker. bunker. God damn it. Okay. Yeah, so we got to go in. It's yeah. got to be in then, right? Yeah. Why? Slight change of plan. Yeah. So the double unbelievable. It's in the red zone. The two votes. That's where we're headed. Mark, I'm sorry. You laid out a great case, but we're not going to go for the overall. <laughs> and the award goes to unbelievable, unbelievable. Doug's sales pitch. What's your sales pitch? Well, this thing will put you right in a bunker. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. God! Well, that ball went 310 yards. You can reach that last bunker. It's time for them big boys. It's time for the Berryozer. If you want to see what 13 inches looks like. Award for best piece of the package. So it's a pretty short list. If you're vertically challenged. Again, because it's a golf club. They don't they don't include like a head cover. I was kind of hoping for that because it was 1998. And they used to sell iron head covers. Which if you ever see someone playing who has those, again, let someone know that it's going to be a long, long day on the golf course. <laughs> that guy is not good, but takes things very, very seriously. And check their basement. <laughs> Somebody's tied up. And it's probably a man whose middle name is Lynn, and you should be very concerned. But if you order now, you'll also receive a copy of the Pocket Pro. If you order now, you'll receive a copy of Pocket Pro. A handy professional guide you can carry in your bag and use it when you need it most. Out on the course. Survival guide? It's like the, the nutrition guide for the golf course, basically. It's like, for the record, these are not my sons. All right, take out your controller. <laughs> I hope that's all it says. Every page is like, reach for your controller. The choice is really the controller. Approach your ball. Sure. Swing the controller. Like, oh, it just wants me to use, use the club it came with. I get it. <laughs> and then... The last piece, I guess the last true add-on is part of the package. You get a pair of Condor Sportsman Gold Sunglasses. You'll also receive a pair of Condor Sportsman Gold Sunglasses. To protect your eyes, sharpen your sight, and lower your score? Wait, yeah. I think that's the six to eight. Those are the two strokes. If you're not wearing the Condors, six strokes. You pop these bad boys on, eight, guaranteed. The better you look, guaranteed. the more you see. Yeah, look good, feel good, play good, that's it. You look good, look good, you play good, play good, play good, play good, live good, live good. You know, eat good, that good. $45 values are yours to keep just for trying the controller. So that's pretty sweet. All of this comes for just three easy payments of $29.97. So 90 bucks for a club that's supposed to replace your driver, even 98 that feels pretty fair. Fairway bunker. That's the whole package. You do get it for 90 days risk-free. Do the glasses say controller on them controller i don't think they do but i would love they that. say condor yeah condor. which is awesome the condor con controller oh. condor sportsman gold sunglasses <laughs> missed opportunity double c yeah cc and ginger wait is and that your pick dan the condors C -C. C -C and yeah I, I mean i i don't know how you guys are gonna pick anything but the condors because that book is so dumb looks like a bowling alley down there this would be the infomercial where you would pick the book the cookbook what cooking for beginners now the book is very very good it has 42 recipes in there and you still can't pick the book <laughs> you know what i mean it's like this is the one where out of fun you would pick the book dave i feel like you pick the book every week no no this i like the, the book i like the book well, every that, week that, I think you're right. pick, you know this time and i still do but no you can't forget this <laughs> The Pocket Pro is just ways to jerk off in public without getting caught. Whoa, cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> A book of golf tips. Great. I hope the helicopter can't see me.
<laughs> it can. Uh, <laughs> what is the helicopters? I heard you paint houses. So Dan, you picked that, right? Yeah, I'm. A, I'm on the condor. You picked the condor. Yeah. So I was gonna go. Yeah. I was. I was entertaining. Fucking awesome. The the idea of the controller driving iron. You reach for your controller and just saying, you know, maybe that's the best idea. But because <laughs> these jerks talk down so much to the seven wood, don't panic and reach for the seven wood. Yeah, assholes. We can't possibly pick that. What's wrong, seven wood? Well, nothing. There's nothing wrong with the seven wood, as we've already figured out. Your joints don't work. Get a seven wood. Jesus, don't swing that fucking controller. The controller. You're gonna hurt yourself. I did not want to hurt myself. Obviously, I have to pick the Condor Sportsman glasses and. Shout out to the horrendously unpleasant model that they got to wear these glasses <laughs> in the, the boomers. Imagine if they wasted their celebrity endorsement on the Condor glasses. That would be even funnier. A different <laughs> yeah, company. It's, like, it's not even the same. Co- is it the same company? Who fucking cares? I don't care. In true infomercial fashion, they sneak the add-ons in with limited information. It's like the yeah. Condor glasses. Yeah. It's like the what? Sorry. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> this, was, <laughs> this was the controller? Or the... What? I thought we were in the trust tree with in the nest. Are we not? Where'd you guys get all these sunglasses? Yeah. <laughs> They're add-ons. We couldn't find Doug Reed. I don't think we'd be able to find the condor glasses they're selling of course dave do you want to look up condor glasses on urban dictionary let us know what you find <laughs> yeah oh absolutely yeah of course I do. it's still eye protection Train but it. just different a different kind so it's when you release your bat wing you want to say stand back or put on your condor glasses you're in the splash zone no let's make this fun though just straight up condor on urban dictionary okay this is good. okay before you go, Dave, this is a sponsored segment. This is brought to you by UrbanDictionary.com. Urban Dictionary forward slash call now. The only place to get interesting definitions of words you knew used in perverted ways. <laughs> UrbanDictionary.com. That's promo code call now at checkout. If you should buy a mug with any custom phrase on it, <laughs> you are scary. Dave, go ahead. Okay. The one that fits us really well is Condor. Represents doing what you like, having a good time. For example, mm-hmm. this is the year of the Condor. We're just going to chill out all the time. <laughs> this is the year of the condor. <laughs> it, it is. Uh, a stranger one. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's it's the year of the condor, man. You know, you got to spread your wings. Come on. You ready man. for a left turn? <laughs> yeah. Slang for a Twinkie used to not attract attention of people who will steal your Twinkies. Appreciate it very much, Tim Apple. Here's an example. Ooh. Do you have oh. my condors? Bailey. Yeah. I got the condors. <laughs> so this just pretty much Ooh. pushes us further down the rabbit hole, and we have no idea what a condor is. I'm really is. sorry. This was a long way of me saying it. I'm taking the glass. <laughs> yeah. There's really no other choice. <laughs> I think I swept the Ronnie. All right, Dano. I think this is my first time. I'm really proud of myself. So that's kind of dummy proof. I want to thank the Academy. I want to thank me, because, again, I do basically just yell out what I think won at the end anyways. And this time, I agreed with myself. So good for Dan's mental health. If you order now, you'll receive a copy of Pocket Pro, a handy professional guide you can carry in your bag and use it when you need it most out on the course. And you'll also receive a pair of Condor Sportsman Gold sunglasses to protect your eyes, sharpen your sight, and lower your score. I know you guys are against the controller, which is fine. You're allowed to be. In this country. But it got me thinking about, have you bought any just bad golf stuff? in your past that you're either not proud of, but now in hindsight, very proud of having, having purchased it. I mean, I bought those, the Callaway Magna balls, not MAGA balls, but Magna balls. I have to have my child. They're a little bigger. I bought them oh, they were bigger. Yeah. They're a little tiny On bit purpose? bigger. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember those. A bit bigger. Yeah. And th- so they go a little straighter. What are supposed to do? I never saw it. It's just a little more control. <laughs> you reach for your controller. Bigger ball, more control sort of thing. Especially with the controller. What if you use it with the controller? Do you think that would... A chance for an Yeah, I mean, come on. Well, I think I think sparks, sparks fly, baby. <laughs> How many eggs? So, and I didn't buy it. My father bought it for me, which is, I think, in eighth grade, seventh grade. Gee, I can't wait till I go to hikes. He bought me golf lessons, which I was kind of terrified of, and it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it was some Whoa. dude that he was buddies with, some Budweiser buddy of his. The ultimate party machine. That was basically like, <laughs> hey, man, me. like, this is how you do it. Dude, teach me. And then just would let you hit balls, balls. for like... 30 minutes today on better golf and then you change clubs that's why i've chosen the control it was basically like long range mid-range 
putting. That's pretty great. That's the idea behind circuit training. It was awesome. It was fantastic. I did it for like two weeks, and it was great. I had a great time. That's I probably learned more than I thought. But that's how you golf. I don't know how I could do this at home with that's any other machine. Somebody tells yep. you what to practice. This guy told me about the both yeah. This, and you practice it, and he says, yeah, you're doing better. Yeah. And I think yeah. like a year or so later, my dad was like, oh, yeah, I forgot I got you those things. He was like, that was with uh, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, that rum cake. And I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Thanks, Dad. <laughs> rum cake. That's, yeah. that's a great, great term yeah. for, for a sauce boy. But you, Dan, obviously your, your momentous has been sitting in your bag for 20 years. But Yeah, the momentous is great. I'm trying to think. Can you top the momentous? I remember that being a conversation with my father, being like, He's like, you're wasting a hundred dollars. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm like, this is going to be a foundational piece of my golf career, dad. And I'm like 16 arguing with him. I'm like, I work at the restaurant. I earn this money. He's just like, you're allowed to waste your money. I'm just telling you, <laughs> you're wasting your money. And this was out of the dozens, hundreds of conversations like this. I think this was the one time where history is on my side where I was actually right. Like I said, I still carry it. Like it's still in my golf bag. I still use it. So you're going to leave it on your counter and you're going to want it there because you're going to use it every single day. It's the one time where I actually happen to have lucked into being correct. All right, Daniel. Because this hunk of metal just has a golf grip on it. It's, it's that easy that I couldn't mess this up. So the momentous. You won't goof it up. I love that. I think that was basically it. I can't remember if there's anything else. Oh shit! That, Don't panic. Like I would want to think about Whoa. that might join the. You got it. Whoa! You reach for your controller. Oh, how about my controller? What? Can't do it better than that. My 17 degree with the rolling bulge face. It was rolling bulge. Whew, mint condition. How's that bulge? Look at that. It rolls and bulges. You just bought it, didn't you? Yeah, bro. Come That's on, not man. that big of a head. It's so light. It's too light. I've never had bread that moist before. Because the thing he says is about having the, the bigger head and the lower center of gravity. Mm -hmm. I challenge that. It's time for the Roto Razor challenge. Because it's thicker. 16 total inches though. It's lighter than my current irons. So I wonder if irons in the late 90s were super light. Because mm. this thing feels too light. You showing it to us is already a better example of its width. 19 inches. Than I saw on the infomercial. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. 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 And what is the thing that he calls the the rub and tug? What is yeah. it? As you can see, it's a very tight hole. Yeah, it's rub and tug. The knuckle and elbow. What is it? He's not. <laughs> he's not wrong. You can feel it. It is super subtle, and I can't imagine it having really an impact. I'm trying to change my movie career. But I'm optimistic though, because I'm one of the rare people who hits a three iron really well. But then again, this club was manufactured in the late 90s, so it might be shit, but who knows? Yeah. <laughs> so maybe but, just use your three iron. I got a great use of it, though. Ready for this? The punch shot. Punching out with that club. Around the yeah. this thing? Seven, or 17 degrees around the Or green, under trees. Just, just bumping yeah, around? Or just under trees, trying to yeah. get out of trouble. Like, using the... Having a 17-degree iron is pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. But then why didn't he do it? Yes, Again, he needed yeah. me playing with him, hitting balls yeah. off the beaten path to be like, it's not what we designed the club for, but listen, here's another thing that it's great for. Right at it. You're under some branches, choke down on it, a little swing, putter stroke. You don't want to do too much with your lower body. Just get the club face to the ball, and bam, you're back out in play. Look at that. Now you got a clean lie for your controller. Chance for an eagle. Oh, cool. Yeah. So much fun. Why not yeah. just go everywhere with it? He's like, get it out of this, get it out of that. Yeah, like go to breakfast. Got any berries? Go to the hotel. Yeah, right. Go get your cousin out of prison. You know, go to the arraignment hearing with it. Like, oh, just have your controller. Break a windshield. Then you need your backseat buddy. The backseat buddy, yes. That was good. <laughs> 19 bucks, 11 S and H. I was really happy that it showed up in, in four days. Was, was it months. 90 on the commercial? <laughs> yeah, it's depreciated <laughs> since 1998. <laughs> no. Well, honestly, Come on. it's in pristine condition. I'd be stunned if this ever saw a golf course. <sighs> the dream is still alive. Imagine Jim Furyk. He would have shot low 50s, man. That club, man. 64. I mean, if you guys can top that for something to walk out of here on, go ahead. But otherwise, I, mean, I think we're yeah. good here. No, I didn't bring mine. <laughs> Listen, I, I've got it under control. Come on, guys. <laughs> We're having fun. All right. Thanks, guys. Dave, welcome to the world of golf infomercials. Mm -hmm. More to come. Spoiler alert. They were fun. Okay. It's fun. Okay, bye. bye. Mm -hmm. have, have a beautiful time. Right. Have fun in your apartments. Bye, guys. Have fun yeah. at your apartments. Thank you all for tuning in. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, or follow on your preferred podcast medium. And for all things Call Now, visit callnowpodcast.com. 
And if you want to connect with the boys, you can find them at Call Now Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, or send them an email at callnowpodcast at gmail.com. And if you can't fight the urge to pick up the phone and call now, you can leave them a voice message at 617-356-7439. And if you call in the next 30 minutes, you might just be the next star of Call Now. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you tune in next time to Call Now. This has been 